This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong and Dave Schrader talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me, as always, is Dave. Dave, what's going on? It's springtime. It is. The flowers are blooming. In March. <laughs> but we're recording in February. So we're yeah. aspirationally we, believing these things we, are true. We are still in the worst month of Nashville. <laughs> so, Well, is this the worst just, month or is January the worst month? No, no, no. Because January is like a true winter, though. It's supposed to be, theoretically. <gasps> Whereas just February is just, for, no, forever. February is more cold rain. It's like, oh. well, it'll give you a day when it's amazing. Like we had like a Monday. few days ago. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like 65 degrees and sunny. And like you think, oh, we're through. That groundhog wasn't lying to us right yeah. and then it goes back to like today as we're recording it's like 35 degrees and sleeting yes like, that is a nashville winter for you so. yeah absolutely absolutely oh, well. so march is uh brings many better things hopefully yeah so. i hope so i hope uh-huh. so i mean you know we're past lying you know lying groundhogs and witchcraft and stuff like that so okay um. yeah that's <laughs> wow i was going there what i was going to say is i think this is confusing reading time yes let, let me explain okay so like, you know, the wonderful thing about winter when, like, there's just not much to do outside. And so, therefore, yep. it's just you don't feel guilty. You feel like, you know what, I just need to take advantage of this time for reading. Um, yeah. And, Your and me like, time. it just slows time. Ta- it just slows mm-hmm. down a little bit. Yeah. But then the problem with this time of year, it's like, well, it's it's the spring not yet to where it's like you'll have those days. But I can't get into books the same way as I can in the winter or during, like, just a more traditional like, I don't know, summer, I actually read a lot because yeah. it's, I don't know, it's... <laughs> We've all been trained that way because of public school, so... True. No, no, very true. In terms of scheduling, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I find this weird just now in a working level. I'm like, man, I, I just kind of don't want to do. I find it hard to get into some new some new books. I'm still reading mm-hmm. plenty, but yeah. I just, uh, it just feels off. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I get that. So, but I get that. We, we want a Canadian snowstorm to last a day here. No. Just a day. No, we don't. That's all we want. We don't. So um, so recently I was back home in Canada. Um, so for listeners, this will be, you know, nearly a month since I left and got back. We recorded a lot of episodes, we've, which is we've fun. We've been doing we, this, well. It's like the most in advance we've probably ever been. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Sometimes yeah. we're like, all right, let's record it the same day. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been, we've been, there. We've been pretty Folks, close. You know, it's real time. It's real time. Yeah. It's real time. So, um, but yeah, so I was back in Canada and I got actually into a real snowstorm and that was fun. And I was driving in it, which was not fun. Um, but it was okay. I survived. I didn't okay. die. That's right. That, I'm glad That's you right. didn't die. Yeah, because thank you. It, 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 you guys were getting like a big like cold snap. Yes. There, right? Yeah. Mid-February, there was a big, yeah. there was a big cold snap. Yeah. It was, it was weird. So. Yeah. Oh, um. Well, and it was seventy degrees in Nashville. So, so, so you had some <laughs> feelings when you were up there about Canada. Yeah, clearly. yeah, absolutely. I was like, man, Share everything is expensive. Everything <laughs> is expensive. Okay. <laughs> and you were taxed to death while you were oh there for gosh, a few was days. Was I ever? Yeah. Uh-huh. Was I ever? Because I mean, mm-hmm. remember, I was in Ontario, and so on most things, you know, you're paying thirteen percent tax. <laughs> yes. Ooh. So not everything, because um, yeah. 
Um, I I didn't pay attention the one time I bought something at uh, the couple times I bought something at a grocery store, so I didn't see what the tax no tax rate was on that, whether it was nothing or if it was just the GST as opposed <clears throat> to the harmonized sales tax, okay, um, which is the thirteen percent. Okay, um, the All GST right. alone is like five percent. So okay, um, okay, but um, so we did that, and I mean, I remember a meal that I that I order that was not terribly expensive ended up still being like nearly $40 by the end of it um, just by myself. Okay. <laughs> so right. that was fun. Um, Hipster Coffee has attempted to infiltrate the ta- uh, London, Ontario, and um, it's not really succeeding. Really? No. What does that mean? Is Starbucks prevalent there? Um, there's lots of Starbuckses, and there's, of course, lots of Tim Hortons, but Tim Hortons sure. tastes like resignation, disappointment, and menthol cigarettes. So, so all right. you don't want that. So I something, I know at this point it's probably been two months, uh, but when Justin Trudeau is ordering like these, these like, locally owned donuts and then some yeah. other coffee that was like nicer. Yeah. And then a bunch of people online were saying, why didn't you get Tim Hortons or something mm-hmm. like that? I've never had Tim Hortons. So it's, is it just... It, it's trash. Is it like it's Maxwell trash. House? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm fairly confident that the only re- like the only reason people think Tim Hortons coffee is good is A, because of good marketing and B, because of nostalgia. Because, I mean, I remember sure. when I grew up... Yeah grew up, um, you'd walk into a Tim Hortons and you'd be hit by a wall of cigarette smoke. And, um, you know, one of the things that, because you could smoke in the 80s, it's not cool to do that now. We understand that. But um, the, but how it worked, what, but I mean, how, how, what smoking does to your taste buds is it makes you not be able to taste things. Yes. Effectively, so but, no one actually knew that Tim Hortons tasted gross, right? Because they were all busy smoking and couldn't taste anything anyway. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm going to pivot into some 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 different book talk with that. So I just yes. fi- I finally watched um, uh, what is it, the Green Book? Uh, uh, you know the movie? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Green yeah. Book. Yeah, 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 yeah. with the. Uh, uh, Mahershala Ali. Thank oh, you. Oh, there you go. Thank you. You like nice, that? Nice. Good job. And uh, Vigo Mortensen playing an Italian American, which mm-hmm. is he was. They were both amazing. Yeah. You can. I, I see why that was best picture. Yeah, it was for sure. Tremendous. What a great story and friendship. I know some of it is uh, uh, not exactly true from what stuff I read, but still, yeah. uh, it's a great story. Right. And also right. directed by Peter Farrelly, best known for Dumb and Dumber and yes. Something About Mary. <laughs> yeah. What is it with all these comedic <laughs> directors getting into uh, you know into drama now well, uh, and doing it well? Yeah. Um, well, because what's uh, um, who, uh, Todd Phillips? Todd Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. He's another one. I think Adam, has Adam McKay tried Adam to do Adam McKay some? as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Yeah, Tom yeah. Phillips, Adam McKay, and him. I think yeah. like, they yeah. dominated like the 90s and early 2000s of like comedies. Yeah. And then um, suddenly. I mean, the Russo brothers as well, um, yeah. like who did the the yeah. last couple Avengers movies, um, stuff like that. There's a there's a timing thing. And I think that's huh. really what it what it comes down to is, is that um, like good drama in storytelling, um, just like good comedy, is all about the rhythm. Of of how things are happening yeah. on screen and when a moment is happening, and yes. so you have to time um, 
the emotional beats just as precisely as you have to time the comedic beats. Right. So, and I've always heard like, you know, you see people in Hollywood who are not comedians who try and do comedy, which yes. is so much tougher than a comedian yes. who is already a great actor. If you can do good comedy, that means you can act already. Right. The question is, can you turn it? Can you, if you are a Will Ferrell to a, uh, Jim Carrey to a uh, even Adam uh, Sandler. Adam Sandler, yeah, well, they've yeah. done some great ones. Ben yeah. Stiller, yeah. Ben Stiller has done. Ben a Stiller's been tr- all over the place. I know. forever. And he'll continue to do a comedy, yeah. but he'll do like a drama every now and then. Like, wow, that yeah. was like he's really deep. Um, yeah, which is not easy to do. But no, but but the Green Book, man, that is great. If you guys haven't seen that, um, I don't know if there's a book to that. I mean, the Green Book yeah. is a is a guidebook, you know, yeah. that was yeah. used during that time, but. Uh, uh, but man, that was great. Yeah. I, so since I've had trouble staying in my reading the same way, I'm ahead of my goal though. There okay. You go. For the, and I hope I will be come nice. mid March when this airs. But yeah. Uh, but I. Uh, but I, I've been catching up a lot of movies nice. in the past couple weeks, and uh, yeah, that's a great one. Even nice. though that's a year and a half old now. But yeah. But still, I mean, you know, there's no shelf life on stuff mm-hmm. like that. There might be a shelf life because of spoiler alerts, but. Uh, True. You know, but that's okay. True. But I mean, people tend to not spoil those kind of movies. So, but I mean, yeah. if it makes you feel any better, yeah. Dave, I'm three books behind on my reading goal. Yeah, but that's because you set your goals that are like astronomical. <laughs> it's, it's, but it's, I, I, I learned my, I, I learned to set my goals very, from the leaders that are above me. Okay. So, a, a little preview <laughs> to, to my status. I've been cleaning out things here at, here at the office. I'm not going to go into why. Um, it, it, it's good, folks. We'll talk about it in a minute. But I'm finding all sorts of interesting things. Yeah. So I'm finding things like uh, an early book campaign. I don't think I was directly involved in, but it was a book called, I think, Aim Low. <laughs> nice. And it had bumper stickers like Aim, Aim Low, you know, whatever, just no care whatever. But, uh, but I, that's what I encourage you to do. It's like set your goal for like 20 books a year and just crush it and just feel good about it. doesn't matter if you manipulated it. That's fine. So here's another thing. I'm uh, – I've gone back through our favorite category of books, Aaron, which would be leadership bu- books, business and leadership books. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to put them all kind of together. So, so I'm going to ask you on the spot: What have been the five most helpful ones to you? Even oh if you don't get to goodness. five, just to you. Don't worry. Okay. This is not about criticizing ones on earth. Like, what have been yeah, the yeah, most yeah, helpful yeah. ones to you? Because, um, like, it's been very clear. I'm like, man, I reference this all the time. Yeah. I still use it. Yeah. Um, um, good strategy, bad strategy is. Um, it's a really helpful one. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's about it's it strategy. literally is what it's all about, yeah. and so but it breaks down the idea of what is actually a good strategy versus a versus a bad one, um, and so I think about that one a lot. Um, Four Disciplines of Execution is actually a really helpful one as well. I agree. Um, it is a good and helpful book. There is one of the Heath books, um, Chip and Dan Heath. Their first switch sticky. What's um, it, what's made it, to what's stick. It, made, made to, to stick. stick. Yes. Yeah. Which I have that. Yes. Yeah. Made to stick was really really good. They're basically repeating the same book over and over and over again. Um, but that was like the one that one. really. That yeah. Is. Exactly. Um, but I mean, the Power of Moments. You know, the other one you mentioned. Though they're all basically the same book. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. It's yeah. But it's good ideas. Um, and sure. so people are going to connect with it in different ways if yeah. they connect with that kind of stuff. Sure. Is that three or is that four? It doesn't matter. Um, it's anyway, more like, um, but, but these should stick yeah. out to you. Yeah. All right. Well, what about um, – So uh, I got a couple more. Oh, you I got a couple oh, more. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Uh, leading Change is actually Cotter? a good one. Yeah. Cotter? Okay. Cotter's is actually good. That's actually a good book. Okay. If a um, – and particularly if a leader actually does what it says – 
Okay. And doesn't just read it for the sake of reading it. But yeah. if you if you're yeah. actually like, hey, this is this yeah. is good and worthwhile, it's 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 great and it's helpful. Um, and then this one will sound strange, but Ed Clowney had um, a a book about actually dealing with being called to the ministry. Okay. And um, and it sounds strange to put that in the leadership book huh. zone, but it was actually a really helpful book in terms of thinking through what is like are you are you called to pastoral ministry? Are you called to or are you yeah. called to something else? Yeah, sure. Um, and and parsing down and you know Jason Allen in he he wrote a book about about that kind of thing as well. Um, just recently with yeah. BH a couple of years back. And um, I think both of them have this same framework of every Christian is called to ministry. Um, some are called to a specific ministry, and some are called to specifically pastoral ministry. Yeah. Um, and they're not all the same thing. Sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But they all kind of fall into that calling. That's yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. And and so why I find that helpful, even from a from a general purpose standpoint. I mean, one, it was helpful to be like, okay, I read that, and it's like, um, it, you know, went through went through a little bit of a process, you know, that every every you know mid twenties man does, or early thirties man does. <laughs> When, at one point or another, um, and it was like, nope, that's not for me. Yeah, and that was yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but what I like about it is that it's like there's appli- there's applicable yeah. items for that as well. Yeah. Um, the first ninety days is probably the other one that, again, it's oh yeah, it's super, it's it's a super light read in many many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good, um, particularly just for the point that, um. If you like how you what you do in your in your first three months at mm-hmm. your job kind of sets the tone yeah. for how it's going to be. And it sets your reputation mm-hmm. in ways that you may not realize. Yeah. So. Um, cool. Yeah. So it's yeah. really good. It's helpful. That's a good list. See, that's why it going through all these. It's just made me realize like, wow, why I haven't picked up some of these others that I've read? And they may have helped for like a period of time, but they haven't really stuck in the same way. Um, but, uh, I was telling, uh, you know, someone who's worked for me, I said like, you know, you can get so many books, you know, whenever you're working in management, but whenever you're just working in business here, like find the ones that work best for yeah. you. I said, there's, I mean, we criticize a lot of them, but the reality is, the, the, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm mean, like, all right, Todd Atkins. We love Todd. Yeah, we yes. love Todd, but man, he loves spiritual leadership. He does. Yes, he but does. But I keep meeting people who like think it's the worst book in the world. They yeah. hate it. Yeah. And, but, and you know, it's funny. I have a copy. I've still never read it because <laughs> when I hear such extreme reactions, yeah. I'm kind of like, wow, I don't know if I want to waste my time on this, well, but I know it's highly regarded within the Christian leadership it community. Is. It and is. I, and I should read it. But uh, but isn't that funny though? That just mm. goes to show that like there is something for everyone. Whereas totally, I think of like I like a lot of like from leadership perspective. I learned so much from reading a lot of military books because yeah. I feel like it's the same principles. But I get it doesn't resonate with everyone. So, totally, totally. Um, so yes, Team yeah. of Teams is on my list. And yeah. Crystal's book because it's lessons from Iraq and everything that went wrong, but how they had to adapt to. Honestly, a very complex systems, and we've worked in an area where you've got so many different types of teams who are trying to work together, but may have some different sub goals to have a good understanding what the main goal is. And so, yeah. and it's all about that. And so, the book is yes, we all are in agreement. We need to stop uh, Zarqawi, uh, you know, from 
from terrorist activities and leading uh, al-Qaeda in Iraq, yes. um, for example. So, yeah, and thus, you know, in publishing, we have similar issues, except ours is just, you know, winning from that perspective of <laughs> publishing. So we need to we're stop not trying terrorists. to kill tourists. I don't know. But, I don't uh, know. Maybe. Is that, is that, it, it is that the challenge it, of uh, independent publishing? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, it, it works for me. Mm. So, yeah, it does. Mm. Um, it's a good analogy, Dave. No, it's good. Good job. I know. My other military <laughs> one is, uh, is uh, you know, leadership lessons from uh, Major Dick Winters, you know, yeah. from Banner Brothers fame. Like, he's just got, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. sometimes you get people from an era and the wisdom is so practical in how to lead. And it ultimately is, it's about service. It's about yeah. taking care of your troops, your team, whomever that may be, um, of not making it about yourself. Yeah. And, and when you look at someone who comes from what we in the United States say the greatest generation – you're like, okay, there's something that they had to deal with that we haven't. We've had different struggles. But them, it certainly just seems a little clearer. Um, and I don't know. There's a lot to glean from that. So I love that. You know, I just finally read Essentialism by Greg McCown. Which really? Have you read that? I have not. It's great. Um, and um, I look at someone like that who's – I know he's younger than me. He's probably mid-30s. I, I don't know. Maybe he's 40. But – but you know he's British. He's gone through that. He's gone through that that cycle of grow your career, grow your career, try and do everything, and then realizing that I'm sacrificing the things that matter most to me um, in this fruitless endeavor. And so, what are the things I need to remove from my life and the way I do work to be able to get to a point? And also, I started doing something a little bit different. Instead of just highlighting a book and kind of writing notes in there, I'm taking one page from my notebook, uh-huh. and I need to glean everything I need to know that matters. In that one In that page. one. I said, all I wow. get is one page. Wow. That's it. So each chapter, what's the main thing that I need to take away and not forget? And right. so, I mean, it's funny. It's called essentialism, yeah. so it's about removing things. I mean, it's everything <laughs> from... Why do you have all these clothes you may not use? Mm-hmm. Given the point, like Aaron, you wear black all the time. You don't. You do not have to worry about what you're wearing every day. That's true. You I always Ma- know you, what to you wear. You and Mark Zuckerberg's t-shirt and hoodie. You know um, that you people. How dare you, you sir? How dare, <laughs> dare you, sir? <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. All right, I would put all right. So marketing, I would also put. Um, uh, Tribes by Seth Godin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know Seth Godin has done something, uh, and he continues to do it. Uh, of how do you take? So if you got a one message book, yeah, you don't need to make it long. No, and thus I know he's like building in all his blog posts to do it. But at the end of the day, if it's about telling us how to think about tribes and how we talk to them uniquely. Well, don't give me 300 pages on it. Give me 150, right. which he does. Yeah, and those are just his, give me the pages that the, I need. Those no. are his best books. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, for sure. Um, I'd also, um, well, I'm trying to think. Of, uh, you know, even though we have made fun of Markham Gladwell <laughs> many, many I times, do, I still do like uh, the tipping point. You know, the principle yeah. sticks. You know, it's it's there's something just like made to stick. Yeah. You're always going to be thinking of that concept and the yeah. way that you do work. Like when you're working on marketing concepts of messaging for uh, for campaigns, you're thinking about that. Well, I mean, the tipping point, it's yeah. from a book perspective is, yeah, how do we get from 
you know, from how to launch a book effectively to able to hit that tipping point. What's yeah. it going to take to do that? What are the things we control? What are the things we don't control? And even though he analyzes drug epidemics <laughs> in fashion, the it's just as applicable for any industry that you work in yeah. um, in order to kind of get to that point for something to then reach. Yeah. Um, who is it? Chris Anderson who did the long tail? Um, the long tail? I think so. I don't, I I don't know. Remember, I don't but, know. But the long tail concept also is like, you know, you also look at a book of, I'm like, even though it may not do as well in the short term launch, how does it do well over a period of time? That is fascinating too, of of how do you have sustainability of, of the way you're promoting and selling a book. And that's that's really fun. Um Otherwise, yes, I, Aaron, I found my copy of Good to Great. So I oh, was. Oh, good. So you set it on in, fire in your backyard. Um, we don't burn books in this, uh, do we? Oh, I don't um, know. Do we? I don't know. I have not seen. Probably sh- not. Okay. Probably. We probably shouldn't. Side note on Nazism. Have you seen Jojo? <laughs> have you seen Jojo Rabbit? No, yet? but I want to. Okay, I want to too. We're gonna watch that and we're gonna talk about it. I love it. I love it. This is a books podcast, though. Nice. That's true. But we can still talk now, about. it. Nazi revisionist history. That's fine. But, um, but you know, this whole conversation so far has um, really led me to wonder a very serious question. And I need to ask you about this, Dave. Are we becoming too sincere? Because we've been very serious. We've been very serious and, like, to the point today. And, I mean, I'm sure some of our listeners appreciate this because we haven't rabbit trailed yet. But are we losing our edge? Do we ever have an edge to know. lose? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just think we just, uh, <laughs> in the spirit of Oprah Winfrey, we just we we be we be us. We you be, be you. I mm. be me. We be we. We be we. We be we. We be we. That's okay. it. That's what there it is. Go. That's what this episode is called. We, we be, be we. we. There That's we go. It. I like it. So I like uh, it. you know, you know that sounds. But what kind of we is that? Is that W E E? Are we small people? I don't know what we are, but we're something. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. You know, it's uh, this is these are just fun topics. So I think yeah. we talk really openly, really honest about them. And you know, even when Barnabas was in here too, like I think we've always felt the freedom to talk honestly, very honestly about mm-hmm. about wh- of how we feel about books or things going on in culture that have to do with books, but. Um, I don't know. I don't think we're trying to. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know. I'd rather make this a, a good open conversation than anything yeah. else. Yeah. I, now, if you were to talk to me about books 10, 15 years ago, I wouldn't. I don't think I would be. I wouldn't be paying attention to the degree I am now. Yeah. Too. So. Yeah. Part of it's just knowing what we want to do. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Right. When you asked that question on Twitter, I saw that. I'm like, dude, we're doing fine. I know. I think I so. Know. I think so. I think we uh, we have uh, we made note the uh, there should be less bleeping, even though that may not be a cuss. By the way, it's just random bleeping <laughs> to make you think we were cussing. Yeah, we're that's not, right. We're not doing that much anymore. Um, no, no, not completely um, eliminated. We're just no. We got a cease and desist. It's fine. We yeah. We're good. We're yeah, good. You know. But you know the listeners you know, have spoken. Just like in uh, Mandalorian, I'm two episodes in. Oh, there you go. I have spoken. 
Nice. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You use, understand that reference? I do. I do. <laughs> well, I, I, when that meme was going around around Christmas, I thought, oh, that's funny. I'm like, I wonder if that's. <laughs> I don't know, like a tyrant, and it's he's not. No, he's, he's, he's just a dude, loving dude. Yeah, I love that's it. right. That's I've right. Spoken. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You'll <laughs> enjoy him. You'll enjoy Nick Nolte when he comes back later. Okay. Yeah, um, which is so funny. I didn't know it was Nick Nolte until I had to look it up later. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you're right. That is Nick Nolte. Yep. Oh. Yep. John Favreau is like giving everyone a chance again. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I guess Mel Gibson's going to get in there somehow, right? So oh, Right. <laughs> who, who else is on the on that long-term naughty list can like come um, back to be a voice of like a, a well, key not character? Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby's in jail and yeah. he did a lot of really terrible he things. He did, yeah. I know. So, he didn't just uh, have a tirade. Yeah, no. he uh, yeah, he, no, did, he, did, he did things. He committed crimes. He committed Many crimes. crimes and he is in jail for that. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. yes. Um, wow. What, what was that terrible movie he was in in the 80s? Was it Leonard, to be Leonard more specific. Was it Leonard 6 or something Leonard like Leonard Part 6. Leonard Part 6. Yes, was there a, where was Why? there a parts 1 2 3 well, 4 and 5? Well, here's what I don't understand. Like that movie was so terrible, uh-huh. and he was doing that in the middle of Cosby, right? Yeah. So he was just like taking a bath in cash. Yeah. He's like, I do what weird. I want. Yeah, but I don't understand. Like, why would like he probably you have a choice of whatever script you want, more or less. Yeah. Why that? Why not do just a straight up comedy, like a good comedy? Well, he could have. Uh. So basically, he went right into like when Adam Sandler would do just a terrible one. All of a sudden, then he'll do like a really good one. He just said, "I'm just gonna do a terrible one and just get that out of the way." But he never did a good one, though. Can you think of like a a good other than movie I that, Spy for I mean, a TV but that was show? A TV show. So. I know. He did, so he basically was a TV actor. He never was a movie actor. Yeah. 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 So. Oh man. Um. I mean. I mean. Here's the thing. He wrote the movie himself. So. Oh, did he really? He wrote okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, then, what in the world? Who is he? Uh, whose drink was he spiking at that time? <laughs> oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. It is. But, too soon. Okay. Listeners, sorry. we're sorry. We shouldn't be joking about this. And we're not joking about that. We're no. joking about his terrible taste. Absolutely. Um, and his poor, all of his poor life choices, in, but mostly focused on the entertainment poor choices. Thank you for clarifying. Thank you. I kind of feel worse by you having to do that, <laughs> by the way. Like well, that was my you fault. know, it wouldn't. Uh, okay. It, It wouldn't be one of our episodes if something awkward and weird (laughs) didn't happen. Uh, We almost made it. We almost made it, Dave. We almost did. Okay. All right. All right. So, So, listeners, if you feel any bit differently, uh, please let us know. Also, do let us know what you would like us to uh, to really go and do, too. So we yeah, need to do some call-outs for that. What do we, we need do. to do next? Give yeah. us some questions. We haven't yeah. had any audience questions in a while, so yeah. let's go for that. Let's go for that. I'm in. Now, um, Dave, you mentioned something. You you mentioned something, and you said you weren't going to mention why, but I'm going to make you mention why now. It's time. I need, I need you to know. I, I need you to – you said you're cleaning out your office. Why are you cleaning out your office? I'm pulling a Barnabas. How dare you? How dare me? <laughs> I know, I know. I kind of just walk around the office right now. Guys, I'm sorry I suck. I love you all. And I'm so grateful you, at least in the past, have said you love me too. But but yes, I am leaving Lifeway. Um, wow. I know. Dude, it's been great here. Yeah. I have no, I, I am yeah. I'm staying in publishing. I'm, I'm not going to know the publisher. I'm going to work doing... You know, we've talked about on the show, like, the process of how a book gets published. Yeah. And 
you know, essentially there is, you know, author has ideas, something they felt called to write, but they may not have known kind of exactly what the book should be. Yeah. And typically what they'll do is if, if they haven't mapped it out or maybe they have, they have a partner that will help them mm-hmm. uh, craft out more what that should be and then find who the right publisher is for it too. Yeah. And that would be a literary agent. So I'm going to do that. Very cool. As well as a variety of other things within publishing for a group called Working Title Agency. Mm-hmm. And I'm not leaving town. The mm-hmm. show will continue on. That's I've had right. to tell Aaron that multiple times. That's right. I'm including this a, morning. I'm pull, Including this morning. I, 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 I keep saying, like, I'm pulling a Barnabas, but I am not, mm. I'm not going full Barnabas. No, he's not block. You're not blocking my phone number. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's blocking you now? No. Well, I'm maybe. Like, no. I don't know. No, I haven't checked not. Twitter today. So, no, he's not. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, so yeah. I uh, as of March second, I start this this new position. Well, that, so which yeah. will I'm in it right now. By the time this yes. podcast is yes, you'll have been in for two for about two weeks. I will. That's right. Yeah, that's so, right. That's I know. right. But it's fun. There. Uh, yeah. There. It'll just be you know. Um, I remember I went through speaking. You, you talked about that book on calling. Yeah. Um, and I, I've really been working through the last, I don't know, probably three months in particular, just saying, like, okay, again, like, what is my calling in all of this? And mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to looking at church being calling or something within ministry, the reality is, like, we are all in the midst of a calling. And it was about 10 years ago after I left Thomas Nelson, and I loved work that I did. I'm not sure if. I, I knew at that time, like, that is my calling long term. Yeah. And I left to go work in a marketing agency, and it did not take long for me to realize, like, man, I just miss books. I miss working on books yeah. all the time. Well, and it's and fun, right? It, it like, is fun. It's always new. It's yeah. always interesting. There's, like, the same process, right. essentially. Yeah, and I mean, but yeah. there's, like, there's always, like, we've talked about a million books, and guess what? We will never struggle to talk about books and different topics and authors because there's always something new or there's a reason to go back to yeah. things that have been published and still have an impact. Yeah. And I, um, I'll just, I'll work from that earlier perspective. And, um, you know, the agency I'm at has done a lot of work, uh, has done a lot of the work over the years mm-hmm. with Lifeway. So I will still be here doing things. Um, yeah. hopefully continue to do that too. And, um, yeah, you know, cool. um, so I, I'm I'm excited about that. It is different. It, it yeah. certainly will. Um, it gets me a little bit out of my comfort zone, but it's also that other piece of of book publishing. I haven't worked for a specific retailer, which would be like the end of yeah. And Lifeway is a retailer also, but um, but like full time working for it. I guess that's my yeah. point. Yeah, for sure. Um, so from kind of it's kind of cradle to grave. You kind of look at it from like a book's life life cycle and working yeah. earlier with authors is. Is interesting. I like to. I like to think over 15 years in publishing, like I've learned a variety of things that I don't think I could have done this seven, eight years ago. But I feel like, man, this is uh, this will be really interesting, and I feel like I can apply everything I've learned to it uh, to mm-hmm. make it make it helpful to them. So very cool. I'm excited about. It. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna yeah. be fun to see how that how that transition goes. We'll be documenting the whole thing on the show. Will we? And uh, sure, why not? Will we? Okay, <laughs> I think so. You so, know, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. Aaron, Aaron's <laughs> losing his, his his podcast boyfriend from day to day life. <laughs> so, well, thanks for making it extra weird, Dave. Thank I did. you. Well I don't done. Know if you want to bleep out any of that? Well done. But, no, uh, no, it's fine. But no, but no, I. Um, this, this bromance will continue. It'll just be yeah. a long. It'll be a medium distance one. A medium distance. <laughs> medium. But distance I'm down in Franklin. I'm closer to where you live. That's true. So that's true. So, 
So that'll be easy. <laughs> yeah, that'll be easy. Yes. And, and extra weird. <laughs> so. Extra weird. You come, you come to my office, we can record there too. We can do all sorts of fun I know. things. I know. It's, it's going to be amazing. So it's opening, it's opening up some opportunities. But I'll tell you this, you know, working down in Franklin, like I already drive a minivan. So I qualify to live in Williamson County. That's which true. Is you do. Minivan. I almost said hell, but heaven, maybe, maybe it's just something. Mecca. Mecca. Thank yeah. you. That's a much more neutral way of ish. It's ish. Yeah. <laughs> ish. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. I don't anyway. know where to go with that. All so. right. Well, I don't think there's anywhere for us to go no, aside from, you know, aside from asking some asking asking two more big questions for the day. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, one. Do we have a Jack Reacher sucker punch of the week? Do you have someone in mind? You know. I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> was that a, you know, you know, all right. I am struggling with that. I'm struggling with what has been grinding my gears lately because I've been in, I've been in a pretty mellow place. You and I also haven't punched anyone in a long time because we had true. a lot of guests. That's true. We have been the letting the guests yes. do it. That's, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, I think that, although I do think that um, even though I'm really enjoying it, there's a part of me that wants, that, that wants to, um, Give that honorary sucker punch to Neil to Neil Stevenson for the for the book Snow Crash. Really? Yes. Um. It's 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 bizarre and great, but there are, okay. there are times when it's like, oh my goodness, this this is ridiculous. Yeah. And I just like it hurts my soul in the like the '90s, early 2000s of it. Which I mean is helpful because that's when it was written. So um, really, okay, yeah. All right. So it's an it's an old book, but uh, but yeah, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm gonna to give Snow Crash that specifically. Okay, but right. I'm but I'm still working on it. So <laughs> you're still working. I'm on still it? working on it. Okay, I'm still working on it. Okay. So that's not a um not an I hate it. It's just the I I hate the '90s pretentiousness <laughs> of it. Man. Um. And that's saying something because I'm eternally stuck in the 90s with all of its pretentiousness. So there you go. Anyway. Man. Yeah. But the 90s, I mean. I mean, I love the 90s. I, you know what I was listening the to? The 90s, about? although the 90s were 30 years ago. <sighs> that is weird. You I know, because we're looking old, at Dave. It like that way. I know. Um, yeah, my, 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 my age references are, are showing right now. Yeah. And, uh, I was listening to Third Eye Blind on my drive-in. Why would you do that to yourself? Third I Eye don't Blind's know, terrible. Because it was like, you know, I had like Spotify going and suddenly like, you yeah. know, it just started playing. And I thought, oh, I haven't listened to Third Eye Blind in a while. And, and there's only like two songs I like and it's radio play stuff. Yeah, but, that's uh, fine. Um, it's no shame. <laughs> the, really? There's no shame? Well, maybe yeah. a little. Really? A little. A well, little I, bit? Seeing as how I did shame you just a moment ago. <sighs> Literally a moment ago. Dude, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, I'm right here. Everything's fine. Okay. Is it, wait right? till I do a solo episode. Fine. <laughs> It'd be sad. A solo up. Yeah. Yeah. The no. Saddest. That would be so. That would be so bad. It'd be like, hey guys, no. and with me is no one. Yeah. Hey, I saw uh, uh, yeah. Brandon. I was talking to him yesterday yeah. today, and like, yes, we Scarlet. We need to have you back on. I think yes. it's time for Scarlet. It is. On, well, so. we're we're due to yes. get that scheduled. So. Yes. Scarlett, um, I hope you're listening, yes. but we're going to be scheduling that because 
we are well past one year post yes. afraid of all the things That's right. and uh you know, and we're glad you're you're doing better too mm-hmm. she's had she's had a yeah. very crazy she's had a, um, in, and last we'll le- two months yeah. between her yeah we'll let her between her daughter yeah. and her own health yeah but she's we'll, doing much better yeah that's good yeah all right so uh last question for today what are we reading? real quick one what are we reading dude i'm back on my history kick oh, all right there you go i'm reading um a book called gibraltar the greatest siege in british history come nice. on by roy adkins nice um, and Leslie Atkins. Uh, so the uh, British history, I don't know. Gibraltar is one of those. I've never been there, but, yeah. but if you don't know anything about Gibraltar, it is at the Southern tip of what we know as Spain today. Yeah. Although it's been, you know, Moorish territory over the centuries. It's, uh, you know, so it's been, it, it's basically for the past thousand years, it's exchanged hands many times between the, the Spanish, the French, the, 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 the Moors just think Muslims are, are um, I don't even know, but and then the British. So it really takes place as the siege that happens during the time yeah. of the American Revolution. And so it's kind of this amazing story about the British kind of holding down their empire despite losing a key yeah. aspect of it. In Gibraltar, they call it the, you know, it's the Rock of Gibraltar. It's this huge kind of mountain more or less right at that southern tip. So yeah. any ships getting in and out of the Mediterranean have to go past Gibraltar. In other yes. words, you control Gibraltar, you control the Mediterranean. Yes. And that's when you think of like British sea power, this is really when it comes to form because British sea power – didn't really happen in its full force until this time period. Yeah. Um, even though the 1700s were, you know, of course they were all over the Americas. But the fact is, leading into the Napoleon days uh, and so on, like this is where the fight happens. And uh, so I'll let you know how it goes. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, last last thing for me, um, I am reading. Um, actually, this is my. This is my commute book, actually, right now, uh, which is So Anyway by John Cleese. And so it's a memoir of him and his um, rise in comedy, and um, and it's great. I am... Does he, he read it? Too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's So it's really so funny. So Anywhere. It's okay. really great. I'm adding on. Cool. All right. All right. So, okay. Dave, this has been a good um, final episode recorded as co-workers. But not as co-friends and or uh, co-people or co-people. Yeah, none so, of the above. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yes. um, yeah, thanks for hanging out. This was fun, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll chat more on the next episode. It'll be good. And uh, listeners, thanks for for joining us. You know what to do: leave us five star rating and review. Give us all of your praise because you know we need it. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. This is an area code podcast.